Rebunasan's Prayers 1, Prayer number 4 God of Israel, how I have sinned against you. I have sinned, I have transgressed and rebelled, and I have done what is evil in your eyes. Here one should specify one's sins in detail. Hashem, you are the righteous one, and I am ashamed and embarrassed. What can I say? How can I justify myself? I have acted wrongfully, and I myself have deprived myself of the good I could have had. I have stained my own holiness. The damage I have done is so immense. My sin is too great to bear. My sins are too many to even count. With all my transgressions, I am like a drunkard, stupefied with wine. My sins have gone over my head like a burden that is too heavy for me to bear. The very thought of them fills me with panic and confusion and sets all my bones trembling. There is no peace in my bones because of my sins. They are inscribed on my bones from the soles of my feet to the top of my head. Not a single bone is sound because of all my sins and transgressions. Every one of my bones has been splintered and shattered because of the many sins that are inscribed on them. How bitter it is, more bitter than death, more bitter than anything in the world. And the truth is that I have not yet begun to feel even the minutest fraction of the pain of even one of my sins. I have sinned so much that my heart has become closed, and my mind is so confused that I have lost all awareness of my true self and essence. If I but knew and felt the smallest part of the pain of even one of my innumerable sins, and the damage I have done to the root of my nefesh, my ruach, and my neshama, and in the highest worlds, I have rebelled against the Master of all, whom the heavens and the heavens of the heavens cannot contain, in awe of whose name all the mighty angels, the seraphim, the ofanim, and the holy chayot, and the supernal worlds upon worlds to eternity, all quake and tremble. All of them do his will with awe, with fear and love. And I, the lowest, most insignificant creature of all, a putrid drop, a clod of earth and fleeting dust, have rebelled against the God of the universe, blessed is his name forever. This much I know and believe, that if I were to begin to feel the tiniest fraction of bitterness and pain at even one of my many sins and transgressions, the sound of my screams would be unbearable. I myself would be unable to bear my own screaming or the terrible pain and bitterness of my heart for even a single moment. The entire world would be unable to bear the sound of my cries. My poor soul, I cringe at the sound, I shudder at the sight. I have been so very, very foolish. My wrongdoing and my many sins have cast a blot on your holy, perfect Torah. I have taken the pure, clear messages of the holy letters of the Torah, the words of the living God, and twisted and degraded them in the most unspeakable ways. My distortions are inscribed on my very bones. My actions have given power and dominance to idolaters, and my sins have lengthened the exile. After all this, do I have any right to cry out to the king? Attachment to the True Tzaddik Even so, my hope in Hashem is still not lost, because He loves mercy. You want the wicked to repent, not that they should die. In Your great love, You have taught us to confess all our sins and transgressions before You. Through your holy sages, now at rest, you have taught us to go before the true sage and tzaddik and openly confess in his presence 
in order that all our sins should be atoned. Thus it is written, The anger of the king is expressed through emissaries of death, but the wise man will atone. For he overlooks transgression for the sake of the remnant, for the sake of the one who makes himself like remnants because of his humility. This refers to the true tzaddik and sage of the generation, who is more humble than any man on the face of the earth. Through his humility, the tzaddik has the power to lift up our words of confession before you and bring atonement for all our sins and remove the evil that has become inscribed in our bones as a result of our sins. Our twisting of the teachings of the Torah can then be rectified so that the pure, clear message of the letters will shine forth as at first, all through our confession before the sage. Then our shattered bones will be healed and put back in their proper place, and through this we will become merged in you forever. Please, loving God, who works out ways that none should be rejected, remember your love and mercy, Hashem, for they are eternal. The hand of the enemy is high, and we have no one to lead and support us. What should we do now, Hashem, our God? We have been left as orphans without a father. We have no one to stand up for us. We have lost our saints, the true tzaddikim and sages of the generation, who had the power I mentioned, and more than that as well, have left this world owing to our many sins. And we are here alone, empty and bereft of all good. We are like a lone mast on the top of a mountain and a flag on top of a hill. Show us the tzaddikim. Certainly there is no orphan generation. There must be true tzaddikim even in this generation. But they are concealed from our eyes. We do not know who they are and we cannot get near to them. Hashem, where should we turn to find medicine for our wounds? Where is the doctor of souls who can bind up and heal our wounds and relieve us of our desperate pain? We have been robbed. Every heart is melted. Everyone's knees are trembling. The sun has gone down in the middle of the afternoon. The delight of our eyes has been taken from us, the one who encouraged us and inspired us with life and vigor, the pride of our heads, our glory and strength, our nefesh, our ruach, our neshama, our holiness and purity, the true tzaddikim, the highest saints who have left us because of our sins. They have gone to their rest and they have left us to our size. Hashem, see how low your people have fallen. But you, God of truth, scrutinize all hearts. You know our innermost feelings. You know the strength of my desire and yearning and that of all your people, the house of Israel, to find healing for our wounds. All who feel the pain in their own hearts are yearning, longing, and hoping to draw close to the true tzaddik in order that he should bring them back from their sins, rectify their transgressions, and show us the path to follow and what we should do. And now, Hashem, our God, where is your earlier kindness? In every generation there were true tzaddikim who led the Jewish people, taking them in their arms like a nurse takes up a little child. They taught them the path of God and brought them close to you. Then why have you abandoned us and smitten us with a wound that is not written in the Torah, that is, the death of the tzaddikim, which is harder to bear than even the destruction of the holy temple? Why should God's assembly be like a flock without a shepherd? We are orphans of orphans, babes who never saw the light. We are sullied with every kind of madness. We are full of sins and transgressions. What should we do? Where should we go in search of a remedy? 
How can we escape our own folly, the pain in our hearts, and the corruption of our deeds?